What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of College Hockey Talk. I'm your host, Matthew, and thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And on today's podcast, I had the pleasure of interviewing a sophomore from the Colorado College hockey team, Matthew Gleason. We talk about many things in this interview, including his college hockey experience with Colorado College, then playing in a new stadium, and his USHL experience playing for the Chicago Steel. However, before we get to any of this interview, I'd just like to ask if you can please follow our social media accounts on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube where you can watch this interview at College Hockey Talk. Also, follow our Spotify account and subscribe to our Apple Podcast page and leave a rating and review. Doing these things helps our podcast grow, helps new people find us, and I would truly appreciate it if you did those things. It means a lot to myself. Now, let's not waste any more time. Here's the interview with Matthew Gleason. I hope you guys enjoy it. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of College Hockey Talk. On today's podcast, I'm joined by sophomore from the Colorado College hockey team, Matthew Gleason. Uh, Matthew, thank you so much uh, for coming on the podcast today, and how's everything going? Yeah, really good. Um, just second half of the season starting up again, just ready to play some hockey games, really. Yeah, are you disappointed that your um, weekend series was postponed um, for this weekend? That must stink. Yeah, I mean, just with COVID and stuff going on, you just learn to uh, control what you can control and not focus on the other stuff. So just focus on training, and then when we can play games again, just get it going. Now, at the time of this recording, you guys are coming off a weekend sweep against Miami. Uh, talk about that sweep and just how important it was to be a team like Miami, especially on the road. Yeah, I mean, it was our first weekend of the new year, really. So just starting off the new year right, second half. And whenever you can get points in the NCHC, it's huge. And going on the road and going in their barn and getting a sweep was huge for us, both for the points and then also just starting the year off right and getting the wins rolling in. Yeah, their rink looks super nice. What was your experience like there? Yeah, I thought it was really cool. I mean, newer rink, but the brick layout on the ends is really cool. And you can't really complain when you're playing there. I mean, they, they were on J block or they had their winter break. So not as many students were there, but it was still a sweet atmosphere. Now, speaking of your team, how would you evaluate your team's performance as of now? Yeah, I mean, we for sure started off slow. Um, Having some younger guys having to step into some bigger roles was definitely slow to start out with, but we're really building. And I can say that every weekend we're growing as a team, we're playing good hockey. And when we're playing RDM, we're a really hard team to beat and we can compete against anybody in the country. So I think as of now, our record might not show it, but we're on the come up. Yeah. And talk about what it's like playing in the NCHC and just the competition you face every night, because you can make the argument that it's probably the best conference in college hockey right now. Yeah, I mean, there's no weekends off. I mean, every weekend you're going against full-grown men that are fast, they're skilled. I mean, NHL Jeff picks on every team and it shows on the ice. And you just got to go out there and you got to play hockey the right way. You got to play hard. You got to trust the systems. And it just it makes you realize how difficult the game is, but it's also really fun to play. I mean, when you get to go against those guys every weekend, it's it's really special and it's a dream come true, really. I mean – yeah, it's just and going on the road and playing in the home bar and everyone's got a sweet rink. So it's the atmosphere is unbelievable. What's been your favorite road rink to play in? Uh, this year, I'd have to say BC. They got a pretty sweet rink. But last year for the NCHC playoffs, we went up to Nodak and played in the Ralph and that rink is unbelievable. Yeah, Just massive are- and the seating is crazy. 
Yeah, people have told me that's like better than some NHL arenas, which I've never been there before, but I've always wanted to check it out. It looks like a cool spot to watch a game in. Yeah, I'd say for sure check it out and get them at a home game because they got fireworks going and the fans are crazy. Now, like you kind of alluded to, you get to play some non-conference games this year as well. What's that been like for yourself to finally get to do that after not having that experience last year? Yeah, I mean, it's for sure cool to just travel around. I mean, we went out east for a couple weekends this year and going on the road, but it's different hockey for sure, but you just got to bring the same intensity every weekend. I mean, you're playing different styles of hockey, but what it comes down to, it's just focusing on us. And start out the year, we weren't playing our best hockey. And really, those games are really good for us to get ready for the conference play, even though we didn't really produce as we wish we would have. But it's good to get those teams, play different guys, and got to get wins in those series, get some points. But we're picking it up in the second half in conference. Yeah, and I guess uh, is the playing style in other conferences different from the NCHC just from your kind of perspective? Yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of got a different feel. I mean, there's good hockey players everywhere. There's good teams everywhere. And it's the intensity just is a lot more with points on the line in the conference because they know they're going into a battle in NCHC. You know you're going into a battle, and everybody's just trying to scrape away points. So I feel like it's just that point mentality for conference play that brings extra intensity. Now, I know we've been talking a lot about road barns, but Colorado College just got a new arena. Uh, talk about what it's like playing in Ed Robinson and just what it's, what's it like and what are the facilities like in there as well? Yeah, I mean, we're spoiled. Um, the locker room is perfect. We got cold and hot tubs, training room. We got theater for film. We got a lounge area, kitchen area. So we got everything we could ever ask for. So now you just got to go out there and play hockey because you can't make any excuses. But the atmosphere in game night is so sweet. I mean, fan section or the student section's packed every night. We got fans coming out every weekend. And it's just when the game really comes down to in that third period, you know, you got your fans behind you. And it definitely gives you an extra edge in those games, just knowing they got your back and the energy is just electric. Yeah, I was told the rank's finally on campus, which makes a huge deal for you guys, um, not being able to go, like, off campus just to play games. Yeah, I actually have – my dorm's probably 100 feet away from the rank, so – I put on my suit and tie and have a nice stroll over the rink and then it's just getting right in the action. So it's a lot better than driving over to the Broadmoor last year, which was a bit of a trip. So now it's just focusing on the hockey. Yeah. And for yourself, has that been an adjustment playing in a new arena for home games and also in the altitude as well? That How do you adjust to that, especially as a freshman coming from Minnesota? Yeah, the altitude was for sure a lot. I mean, people don't really understand it until they experience it. Um, your lungs are just on fire when you first get here and it takes some time to get in used to, but it's also a really big home advantage. I mean, on Saturday nights, guys on the other team, their legs are getting tired. They're struggling breathing, but in the new rink, it's a lot easier because last year at the Broadmoor had a huge sheet and now we're back to NHL size. So it's a lot easier to get the legs going that way, but just overall elevation is definitely tough, but it, it helps your conditioning a lot. Now, speaking of your team, uh, obviously you guys have improved significantly record-wise when you look at last year versus this season. So talk about the improvements your team has made, and I guess what your team work on in the offseason to kind of make the improvement record-wise from last year to this year? Yeah, last year we had a lot of young freshmen and then older guys, and those older guys kind of shipped out. So we just kind of looked at the younger guys to contribute. And the cool thing about our team right now is there's no star player. There's nobody that when something's going wrong, we're turning to. It's just everyone as a group. Anybody can contribute at any time. And 
also going into that, having a new coaching staff, they came in and systematically we were very sound. I mean, the little details were very hard on and we play a sturdy hockey game, 200 feet. And then when it comes down to it, we just have guys all throughout the lineup stepping up. Yeah. What's it like playing under coach May uh, and what have you learned under him so far? And is it be weird kind of being a player in the middle of a coaching transition? Yeah, I mean, to start out, it was for sure weird, just learning his coaching styles, where you're going to fit in the lineup and stuff and what they expect of you as a player. But, I mean, he's as good as they come. Uh, systematically, I have never been under a coach that is so good at his details. I mean, we go over film every day, and he's just very transparent about stuff. And I don't know, it's he's definitely pretty hard on us, but it's in the right way. I mean, we got hard practices, hard workouts, but his mentality is just we're going to put in the work. And at the end of the day, we're going to know that we can play over teams because we've put in more work. And just overall, he has very sturdy systems, but at the end of the day, he understands that we got to play hockey. And that's the thing that I like about him the most is just how we have a good base to work off of. And then after that, we're just playing hockey. Now, speaking of improvements, what improvements have you made to your game this year compared to last season? Yeah, and that's why I was super grateful for coming in second semester last year. And I got to get my feet wet in a couple games. And I learned that I'm nowhere near where I need to be to play at this level. And the big things for me were strength, speed, and shooting. Um, so this summer, it was big on edge work efficiency. And then just pounding in the weight room, getting as strong as I can, and then shooting pucks every day, working on tight angles, quick release, getting the puck on and off my stick. And that really helped me this year. I mean, especially the strength aspect in skating, because we are going against full-grown men in this league. And to be able to protect the puck and skate around defenders is what has made me so successful this year. Yeah, was it nice in the offseason to kind of have things kind of more open than they were the previous offseason just because of COVID? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I got to do what I wanted to do. Um, ice sheets were open. You could work out when you wanted, shoot pucks when you wanted. And that was really big for me. I mean, last summer, I definitely did not improve or not like this past summer. I definitely improved a lot more than the summer I did before because just because I had those things at my disposal. So it was definitely big for me and it helped me improve a lot this summer. Now, obviously, it must have been nice to kind of get your feet wet in those games. Did you like how you got that kind of extra year of eligibility to come in last year and not burn any years of eligibility off for your collegiate career? Yeah, that was a big reason why I came in, was just getting those puck touches. And it really sparked that, like I said earlier, that I'm just nowhere, I was nowhere near where I needed to be to contribute. And that's just what sparked my summer training. So just getting my feet wet, not counting towards eligibility because of the COVID year. I just thought of it as a free couple games to just learn what I need to do and where I need to get to. Yeah, and obviously get that experience in college hockey because there's nothing like playing in real games. I think that's kind of the best way to kind of understand what it's like being a college hockey player. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the jump from Minnesota high school to juniors was definitely big, but the jump from juniors to the NCHC was crazy. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was a little scary at first, but then you realize that you just got to put in more work. And what was like the biggest adjustment you had to make to college hockey? Uh, just the fact that it's faster and stronger. I mean, every guy out there can skate. Every guy out there is pretty big and strong. And you just got to learn how to take your game from the past level and not lose all your trades, but change it so you can contribute at that next level. Now, one of the highlights from your team this season was when your team went into Boston College and beat them one to nothing. Uh, talk about what it was like beating that team on the road, especially since BC is kind of like a powerhouse in college hockey. You know, there's always, they're always kind of in the mix no matter what season it is. Yeah, and start off the year, we started out slow. I mean, 
we hadn't had a win going into that weekend and going into that weekend, we just decided to trust what we were doing, keep on working on the systems and going into their barn. I mean, they had a packed student section, great atmosphere. And to go in there and get our first one of the season was sweet. I mean, it showed that what we had been doing is working and that we shouldn't quit it. And then also it was our head coach's first win, which was pretty special for him just going into BC's barn, just a historic atmosphere and getting his first win. Yeah, as a player, how good did it feel to kind of contribute to his first win? Uh, just because, like you said, he's done a lot for your career so far. Yeah, I mean, it was awesome. I mean, seeing him get a little bit emotional after the game, you could tell how special it was for him. And he he was just happy to get his first win, but also just happy for the boys. I mean, we've been working so hard, and we finally got that first win against a really good hockey team. So it was just overall good for everyone. And you also beat Omaha this year. Talk about that win and just how important it was just because Omaha is a team that's always competing for an NCHE title. And that's definitely a team that you're going to probably have to face in the playoffs if you want to win that. Yeah, I mean, starting off that weekend, Friday night, we started out really slow, down 4-0 early. And then third period, we were bouncing back, got it to 4-3 and almost popped one at the end. So going into Saturday night, it was like, all right, we're going to take control of this game. And the best thing about that win was that everyone was contributing, everyone was doing their role, and just through and through, we, we played really well, and we didn't really give them any chances to win that game. So it was, it was good for us to get that first NCHC win and get some points, but also that belief in the locker room that we can compete with anyone. Now I kind of want to transition and talk about the beginning of your hockey career and kind of work all the way up to where you are now. So you're from Minnesota. Uh, talk about growing up there and how did you start playing hockey and kind of the state of hockey where hockey is pretty much everything for everyone. Yeah, I mean, I grew up with two other siblings and my dad. We had a backyard rink, and it was pretty sweet. Um, just growing up and playing those two older brothers in the backyard and bumping me around a bit, me hating to lose. It, was, it just fueled that competitive atmosphere for me. And then just going on to play youth hockey at the St. Paul Capitals, um, getting some of my best buddies, having some memories, winning some games. And then just that whole Minnesota atmosphere, you want to make that varsity hockey team. And my freshman year, I was lucky to do so and play with my brother. And my whole life, it's always just been hockey. I mean, you're looking forward to winters to play hockey and score some goals. So I definitely say that backyard rink was what started the, the hockey career for me. But then it just fueled off that. And who was your favorite player growing up? Was it someone in the NHL or was it a player, I guess, that doesn't play in the NHL? Yeah, I mean, growing up, uh, watching the Wild, Marion Gabrick was always pretty sweet. And then as I got a little bit older, Zach Parise was a fun player to watch. Just Minnesota atmosphere, going to Wild games. You always love seeing those guys out there. And you played in the Minnesota high school hockey scene. And being from the East Coast, I feel like it's kind of hard to understand just how big it is up there. Uh, talk about what it was like being a part of that Minnesota high school hockey scene and just what was your experience like for you? because I've seen some of the clips of the state tournament. It looks pretty cool just because you guys fill up the entire XL center for a high school hockey game. And that's unheard of in here in some parts of the East coast. Yeah. And I think the big thing that sparks from that is just the skill of players throughout the league. I mean, I, when I was 15, I started in high school and my opening faceoff was against Casey Middlestat. So that just gives you kind of an idea of what kind of hockey skills there and I think that's just what makes it so special in the atmosphere is people want to come watch good hockey being played. And it's super fun to play in front of your hometown, all your friends, and then playing a team with them makes it that much, makes it that much more special. And just that state hockey overall atmosphere. I mean, people can see pictures, but you can't really experience it unless you go there. I mean, it's every kid's dream to play in that tournament. You got 25,000 people watching and 
it's a special week and I actually never made it there but as a kid that was just always what you dream of and you love going there and playing against your buddies what's like the best memory you have for your high school hockey career uh that's a tough one I mean there's so many I mean freshman year I got to play with my brother which was really special but uh I'd have to say senior year we played Benilde St. Margaret's at Trio Orthopedic Center, which is the Minnesota Wild training uh, rink, and just beating them. My buddy pulled a sweet tweener to close the game off, so it was just it was really fun having a bunch of fans there and just beating that team, which is a really good hockey team. Now, do you play for your hometown in Minnesota high school hockey, or is it kind of like college hockey, where like some schools recruit you to play for particular like cities and towns? Uh, yeah, some kids definitely leave, but for me, uh, my dad and old, all three older siblings went to Creighton Durham Hall, so that's where I ended up going. So I actually played in the same rink from the age of 6 to 18. That's cool, and you also got to play with probably some of the players you grew up playing with. How cool is that? Because not many players get to experience that as well. Yeah, and that was the best part. I mean, one of my best buddies that I met in uh, Minimites, he was my line mate my senior year. And we were best buddies in and out of the rink, but just having those memories with him is something you never forget. Now, after high school, you went on to play for the Chicago Steel in the USHL. How did you get the opportunity to go to the USHL and play for the Steel? Yeah, I mean, they recruited me when I was pretty young. They drafted me. Um, it was phase one. I think I was 15 or 16. And it was, it was really special. I mean, they, they had got a bunch of coaching staff to go through, but by the time I got there, I got the opportunity to play and so grateful for that organization for trusting in me. But yeah, the players there and just the whole atmosphere, just hockey, 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 which is awesome. I mean, you got skill skates, workouts, team skates, film every day. And it's, it really makes you love the game and just realize what you're working towards. And it also really helps development, getting stronger, getting puck touches and just playing against those good players every day in practice. And who were some of the players you got to play with when you were with the Steel? Because I've been told it's one of the best organizations in the USHL for player development. Yeah, I mean, the list could go on. I mean, you got guys like Sean Farrell, Mackie Samuskevich, Matt Coronado, Josh Doan, Ryan Ofco, just Adam Fantilli, just all unreal hockey players. And it was so fun to go out and practice with those guys just to see them work. I mean, Samuskevich, just super skilled player. Sean Farrell scores from anywhere. Coronado scores from anywhere. You see a guy like Josh Doan combined hard work with skill and it's just it's really fun to watch and it makes you learn how they train and then how you can work off that and where you can get to be to be the player you can be I heard Owen Power played for the Steel is that correct that must have been cool for yourself if you got to like see him play with them yeah that was the year before I got there actually so I, I got one game with him it was like Owen Power uh, Colangelo Fontaine and Brisson were all on that team so I mean yeah it's just special to see him play they're just such good hockey players and you just got to look at them and just see what they do, work off what they got, and see how that can boost your game. Now, what's the best memory you have in the USHL um, with the Steel? Yeah, I mean, great billets for sure. That was a big thing to start off with. I had a great family, the Shirley family, and my roommate, Luke Lewandowski. But then just also just the guys there. I mean, great guys. Um, great hockey players, but even better guys. Um, some of my best buddies from juniors, like Sean Farrell and Josh Doan, just such good guys. And that's just what you learn is when you leave, it's the friendships that you make there and just going through the grind with each other. You kind of build that friendship and it's really special. Was it nice to play against Josh Joan um, against Arizona state last month? Yeah, that was awesome. I mean, seeing Donor and he's had such good success this year. Um, he's a great hockey player, but 
I was kind of mad because at the end of the game, he got in a little scruffle, so he didn't get to go through the handshake line, so I didn't get to give him a talk. But we had been texting, and it's always fun to play your buddies, especially at the Division One level, which is you always dream about getting here and then playing some of your buddies here. It's something you never forget. So, yeah, I was grateful for that for sure. And he's – yeah, he's he had a good weekend too, which kind of sucks for me, but he's a good guy. Now, how did the Chicago Steel help prepare you for college hockey with Colorado College? Yeah, like I said, just playing with those players every day really makes you amp up your game. I mean, you're getting puck touches every day. You're getting stronger in the weight room. And then just feeding off those guys, watching them play, and then going in the corner with them and having to get the puck, it just really boosts your game. I think that's the best way to get to where you can be as a player is just by forcing yourself to go in those difficult situations with good players because you'll never get to that level unless you face them. Now, obviously, talk about your recruiting process to college hockey. What was that like? And what made you want to go to Colorado College versus other schools you might have looked into? And I guess what was the process for being playing in the middle of last year? Uh, just because that's kind of a unique circumstance um, that I haven't seen before. Yeah, starting out with recruiting, um, there's a fall league in Minnesota, the Upper Midwest High School Elite League. And that's where I kind of started to get my looks. I had a really good fall my junior year, so I was 17. And Playing well there, I started talking to some schools, going on visits around the country, and Colorado called, came out here, uh, visited the campus, loved it, thought it was beautiful. And the big thing that stood out to me was the coaches just believed in me. Um, they looked me in the eye and they said, we want you here, you're going to contribute here. And that just really stood out to me is just having that coach believe in you and just having such a sweet campus, academics, and then just playing in the NCHC is something you can't pass up. And then, yeah, last year, um, it was weird. I mean, just with COVID and stuff going down, everyone fighting quarantines and stuff. But having that extra eligibility year when Colorado College came calling, I just thought it was something I couldn't pass up. I mean, getting seven or eight free games in, still having four years after that, and then just getting my feet wet and playing college hockey was always the dream. So when they came calling, I thought it was something I couldn't turn down. How does that work academically? Do you just join the school like in spring semester or is it like kind of like you have to take like some classes in the winter break um, to get and catch up with everyone? Yeah, so it was I was considered a spring semester start. So as soon as second semester started, I could start playing in games and then I just started school. So, yeah, I just finished my first official year of college. So I guess I'm kind of a sophomore now academically. But yeah, it was it wasn't too bad at all. But just getting into college and playing games. And how hard is it, I guess, balancing both school and hockey in college, just because obviously as a college student myself, it's hard to kind of balance the academic side of things. But I feel like adding hockey on top of that makes it more of a challenge. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely tough. I mean, going to Colorado College, it's tough academically for sure, and it for sure pushes you. But you just realize why you do it, and it's just because you love the game. I mean, you definitely got to sacrifice stuff socially. and I mean, doing school and hockey every week, it's – it gets to be a lot, but you just remember why you do it. You love the game and you want to continue to play. And really, you just do it because you're living the dream at this point and just got to be grateful and not complain. Now, talking about your freshman year, you played seven games. I guess, what did you take away from those seven games you played? I know we kind of touched on a little bit, just kind of the fast pace and stuff. But for you personally, like, talk about the contributions you made in those seven games. And I guess, what did you take away from that kind of perspective of it? Yeah, I mean, starting off, you could tell it was my first couple of games. I mean, I wasn't playing good hockey. I was playing scared out there. But the big trip was when we went out to Minnesota. I mean, being my home state, I'd always go up to Amsoil Arena up in Duluth, Minnesota, and go watch games. And 
I remember skating around in warm-ups and I looked across and I saw them in the UMD jerseys and I was like, holy crap, like I'm playing UMD right now. And that was just kind of the moment where it was like, all right, we got to start contributing. We got to start playing our game. And That weekend I had a good weekend. I mean, I scored against UMD first college goal, which was really big for me doing it in my home state. And we got the win there, which was really cool. And just feeding off that, I just realized that weekend that it's really tough to play in this league, but it's also doable. And like I said earlier, you're playing against full-grown men that are fast, skilled, and to be to contribute at that next level, it's just about being stronger, faster, and then just working on my shots. So it really, really helped me for training coming into my sophomore year. Now, how did you handle the challenges of playing in hockey in a pandemic last year? And I guess you kind of had – I guess it was kind of beneficial for yourself since it's starting to come back up a little bit uh, for this month. Yeah, it's just, like I said earlier, it's just about controlling what you can control. And just every day you get to play a game, you got to be grateful. I mean, anytime it can be shut off. We've been lucky enough to play games this year, but you can't really focus on the quarantines or the isolations. You just got to show up to the rink every day and play. And if it gets shut down, you go back the next day and you get back to work. So it's just like every week we're playing games is a blessing. Now, what are your goals, I guess, for the rest of the season? What do you hope to accomplish personally, and what do you hope the team accomplishes um, when the season is over? Yeah, for me, I think just shooting the puck more, being more comfortable with the puck on my stick. I mean, I'm definitely getting more comfortable, but still a long way to go. Um, Starting to kind of get that feeling that I can contribute more for our team and that I can do more on the ice. But for the most part, just, yeah, keep playing, um, keep making plays, keep moving my feet, and then, the team aspect, I think we just keep building. I mean, we're on a three-game win streak as of now, but we're going in a pretty tough part of our schedule with Western, Nodak, Denver. And it's just about playing our game and continuing to build. So when it comes down to it, when playoffs start, we're ready to go against anybody. So we're now in a segment I like to call the non-hockey segment, where I ask you some non-hockey questions just to get to know you a little bit more off the ice. First question is, if you could have lunch with anyone in the world, who would it be and why? Uh, I would say Tom Brady, just because of how successful he is, and then just the whole aspect of being a dominant he is. Um, someone I would have answered, but he's no longer with us, is Kobe, just because of his competitive nature and just how crazy he was at being the best that he could be. And that was those are two guys where it's just like being the best is takes sacrifice and everything, but they've lived it and they they've had great careers. Yeah, no, I don't know if you've ever had the chance to listen to some Kobe Bryant stories before, but it's pretty crazy just the mentality that he had um, when he was playing with the Lakers. Yeah, I mean, it was crazy, and that's just what it takes to win and to be as great as he was, which is just awesome to see it show play out and just – it takes that switch where it's just mean. you got to mm-hmm. be mean to be good, and that's what I really admire about him. Yeah, I know, because when I was watching the Michael Jordan documentary, you kind of saw a little bit of behind the scenes of what it takes to be that successful and to be a big contributor on a very successful team like the Bulls were in the 90s. So, And I feel like Kobe was very similar to Michael Jordan in that aspect of things. Yeah, and I feel like that's what people don't notice about sports is it takes that you got to have a little edge to you, you got to be a little bit mean. And people always, some people don't like it. Some people say it's over competitive, but there's no such thing when it becomes being that great. Yeah. Well, my favorite Kobe story was when he lost to the Celtics in the 2008 finals and kind of how he used that to motivate himself for the 2009 and 2010 finals where you ended up winning the whole thing. It was pretty cool. I don't know if you've heard that particular story. Yeah. But was interesting. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's just what it takes. Everything that he had happened just fueled his fire and he just wanted to win and be the best. Now, if there was a movie made about your life, who would you want to play yourself? 
Uh, I would just say Bradley Cooper because he's just a man rocket. You can't, you can't go wrong with him. Great actor, but just a man rocket. Yeah, no, that's a good choice. I would probably pick Andrew Garfield just because he's a great actor as well. And yeah. Even though he don't look anything alike, I think I want someone who's a good actor to play me, and then I feel like yeah. they find a way to pull, my, pull me off in some ways. <laughs> now, who is the funniest teammate you have um, with at Colorado College? Uh, I would have to say my roommate, Jake Begley. He always gets a good laugh out of me. Uh, who has the best style on the team besides yourself? Uh, this one kind of hurts to say, but I'm going to have to say Jordan Byro. Always has really good game day fits. Now, if you had to choose any teammate to cook a meal for you, who, which teammate would you pick? Uh, that's a tough one because I definitely want to see some people cook for me, but I don't know how good it would taste. Um, I would have to say Noah Prokop. He's a pretty good cook, and it would just feel good to see him making me a nice steak. Now, what music do you like to listen to, whether it's before a game or just on a general basis? Yeah, I don't really like listening to music before games, but um, I'd say country. can never go wrong with country. There's some Morgan Wallen. Nice. I guess what kind of leading off, segueing to my next question, but what's your guilty pleasure song? Uh, I'd have to say Lose You to Love Me by Selena Gomez. Can't go wrong with some Selena Gomez. Nice, nice. And then last non-hockey question, but what is like your favorite TV show to binge? Oh, that's a tough one. I've been bouncing around a lot. Um, used to love How I Met Your Mother, um, Friday Night Lights. Those are great two shows. And then The Office. Can't go wrong with those three. Yeah, definitely. And that's a good, kind of good background noise, too, as well. Yeah, for sure. Now, back to some hockey questions now. First one is, um, what advice would you give a younger player who's trying to pursue a career in D1 college hockey? Yeah, I would say just don't worry about the outside stuff. I mean, people are going to talk, but all that matters is just you putting in the work. And then just on top of that, you got to love the game because those that go the furthest, you got to sacrifice. And it's got to be priority number one at times. And then just be in the present wherever you're at. Don't worry about the next step. Just worry about being the best player you can right now and just develop the best you can in the moment you're at. Now, should fighting be allowed in college hockey, in your opinion? Uh, that's a tough question. I mean, I would for sure love to wear a visor in college hockey. I think it just brings a better aspect and just, I think, I don't know, you are going against men, so it would be kind of scary to get jumped by a guy that's 6'3 or whatever, but I think it would just build to the whole hockey atmosphere. I mean, having fighting in juniors and then going to the pros, I I don't care why we're skipping out on college, so I think it would definitely bring a different phase to the game. Have you ever had to drop the gloves in juniors, or you kind of stayed away from that? Uh, my last game, I tried jumping someone, but he turtled on me. So oh, he didn't nice. drop him, but I got a couple free ones in. So that's all you can ask for. And I didn't get a penalty. So I. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Free ones. Yeah, yeah, get the fight and not even get to kind of serve the time for it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Now, before I let you go, do you have any shout outs you want to give uh, to any of your teammates, family members, friends, um, anyone in particular? Feel free to shout them out now. Yeah, I mean, just my whole family, mom and dad and brothers, Sam and Johnny and sister Maria. And then just boys back home, Robert Christie, Joey Privil, Jack Knight, Jake Dunham, all those boys. Love those boys. And big reason as to why I'm where I'm at today. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Matthew. I really appreciate your time. It means a lot to myself. I appreciate um, just watching you play. You're a very fun player to watch. So take care and stay thank safe. You. And um, uh, good luck for the rest of the season. Yeah, thank you. I had a great time. Really appreciate you having me on. 
Thank you so much for listening to today's interview of College Hockey Talk. If you want to check out our older interviews, make sure to do that. You can do that on the Apple Podcast page, Spotify account, or our YouTube channel where you can watch many different interviews from this podcast. Uh, Make sure you follow our social media accounts at College Hockey Talk, and I'll see you guys next time with another great interview. But until then, take care and have a great day. Bye. Ever.